Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosen. Welcome to episode 189 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe to your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. There were no big games out last week, and the games coming out this week include Children of Silent Town, Breakers Collection, and Nescape. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and in another slow week as we ramp up to the gigantic year that is 2023, we have three to go over, so let's start. Number one, Bethesda reiterates Starfield will release in the first half of this year. Andy Robinson at VGC writes, Newly launched support site repeats developers' release plans. Bethesda has reiterated it intends to release Xbox console-exclusive Starfield during the first half of the year. The statement was made on a newly launched support site for the Todd Howard RPG, spotted by Starfield Beyond Twitter, which went live at the start of this month. Quote, Starfield arrives exclusively on the Xbox Series X and S and PC in the first half of 2023, and quote it states. Starfield will also release for PC and cloud streaming. Director Todd Howard presented the first gameplay in a 15-minute reveal of the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase last June, shortly after the title has been delayed from this year to the first half of 2023. Speaking with Alex Friedman podcast later in the year, he claimed the decision to delay the game was a tough one, quote, but it was the right thing to do, end quote, and that Bethesda was working with, quote, the top engineers at Xbox, end quote, to make the game sing on consoles. Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda means the studio's future games won't be released on PlayStation consoles, but Howard claimed the developer already had a history of releasing Xbox-exclusive content dating back to 2002's The Elder Scrolls III Morrowind. Quote, keep in mind, for us, exclusivity is not unique. Even though we've done PlayStation stuff and I think the PS5 is just an insane machine, they've done a great job and we've had great success on PlayStation, And quote, he said. This is just nice to continue to see and reiterate that they are getting this game out in the first half of this year, hopefully. As we get into the next news story, I am very kind of confused where this game might fall, which kind of leads me into delaying it further into the year, but I guess we shall see. As for that Lex Friedman podcast in which Todd Howard appeared on, I highly suggest you go give a listen to it, as he did a deep dive into all things Bethesda, his career, the games, and more. Number two, Redfall is reportedly targeting a release in May. Arkshay Patel at The Gamer writes, Xbox's upcoming exclusive title Redfall is reportedly set to launch in May 2023, with an early access period similar to Forza Horizon also being planned. Following recent reports of an internal delay, Windows Central reporter Jez Corden has corroborated a leak from Twitter user Okami13 that suggests Redfall is aiming to launch in the first week of May. Since Redfall's first delay, a new release date has never been officially confirmed, but reports suggested a March 2023 launch. It seems that Target has now slipped by two months. Windows Central also reports that Redfall will have an early access period of sorts, similar to the premium editions of Forza Horizon. Early access to the game will likely work similarly as it did with Forza Horizon, and will likely only grant a couple of days of early access. At this point, another delay isn't a surprise as the game has been delayed multiple times since its announcement in June 2021. During that time, it was targeting a summer 2022 launch, which never happened. Later, a May 2022 announcement revealed that Redfall and Starfield had both been delayed to the first half of 2023. Xbox boss Phil Spencer also addressed this delay when he said, quote, we have experience shipping games too early, end quote. Clearly, Xbox doesn't want Redfall to meet the same fate Halo Infinite did, as it looks to give the game and the developers the time they need to launch. Following a relatively quiet 2022, Redfall has a lot riding on it as it's one of the first big exclusives for the platform in 2023, next to the highly anticipated Starfield. 
Phil Spencer also admitted that it had been a while since they released the major title, and fans also felt the same when Xbox was virtually missing from the Game Awards 2022. Despite this, the company assured fans that it has some big announcements for 2023. A report recently claimed that Xbox is planning a showcase for early 2023. So this is interesting. If Redfall is reportedly launching in May, when is Starfield coming out? Because I would have bet money that Redfall would have been before Starfield. Where am I putting my current chips? Well, I think it would just be one of the most insane moves and announcements ever if they just shadow dropped it at their E3 press conference. How amazing would that be? I don't think they could honestly do that because they need that marketing hype behind it. But with a game as big as this, does it really matter? As long as people know it's out and you can play it now, that would be awesome. As for Redfall, so some more tidbits had apparently leaked, saying that Redfall offers an unfathomably larger open world space than Prairie's Talos, that there's a home base where you can talk to NPCs and get side quests, it's story-driven missions and free roam, and that gunplay is crucial and that they hired FPS specialists and id software has helped. All this continues to build that this game could be something special. I love what I've seen so far and I really just hope they knock it out of the park. Xbox needs a win. I want this game to be good. I want something like this to play with my friends. Here's to hoping that we get our hands on it in May. Number three, Wizards of the Coast cancels five unannounced games as it focuses on developing existing brands. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Wizards of the Coast is canceling at least five unannounced games as it seeks to focus on games, quote, strategically aligned with developing our existing brands, end quote, according to a new report by Bloomberg. While it's unclear which games have been canceled, Wizards of the Coast claims that fewer than 15 people at the company have been impacted by the changes. The company told IGN in a statement, We remain committed to using digital games as a cornerstone of our strategy for bringing our games to players around the world. We have made some changes to our long-term portfolio to focus on games which are strategically aligned with developing our existing brands, and those which show promise in expanding or engaging our audience in new ways. Hidden Path Entertainment and Other Side Entertainment, both of which were working on games for Wizards of the Coast are among the studios potentially affected by the cancellations. The cancellations come in the wake of an ambitious 2022 expansion that saw the company open multiple new studios. They included Skeleton Key, an Austin-based studio led by former Bioware developer Christian Daly, and Invoke Games, a Montreal-based studio organized by the developers of 2021 Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. In addition to opening Invoke Games and Skeleton Key, Wizards of the Coast is publishing Baldur's Gate 3 by Larian Studios. It also had several other games in the works, including a sci-fi role-playing game by former Bioware developer James Allen, and a game by Atomic Arcade starring G.I. Joe's Snake Eyes. And pushing into the digital space, Wizards of the Coast has found success with Magic the Gathering Arena, but its Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance revival by Tuic Games was panned by fans and critics alike. Hasbro likewise saw its stock plummet late last year over its handling of Magic the Gathering, including its pricey 30th anniversary edition that sparked furor among fans. Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast will hope for a better reception for Baldur's Gate 3, which is slated to enter full release in August. I have to admit that these games have not been for me, I have not checked them out, but they just haven't caught my eye. Although I do know how big these games are given all the traction it gets on the various news sites and Twitter, so sorry as there might be a tad few games that you were interested in in these genres. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and did you know that it was 22 years ago this week that the original Xbox was announced? Credit to Eddie Makich on GameSpot. So on Friday, January 6th, it was an important day in Xbox history, as it was on the day in the year 2001 that Microsoft officially announced the original Xbox by way of a cringeworthy reveal at CES 2001. For anyone aware, Microsoft recruited Dwayne The Rock Johnson to come on stage and announce the console to the world. At the time, The Rock, known best as a wrestling star, was just gearing up to appear in his first film, 2001's The Mummy. 
It wasn't exactly the household name he is today, but he was a big enough star to get the call to help reveal the Xbox. The Rock appeared on stage with then-Microsoft CEO Bill Gates to show off the console and its oversized Duke controller. The Rock also delivered a message to the world about the Xbox. The, quote, the Xbox is everything The Rock is, cutting edge, powerful, exhilarating, and like The Rock, it will be the most electrifying thing coming out this year, end quote, he said. Quote, what The Rock is to sports entertainment to the WWF, the Xbox will be to the video game industry, a breakthrough and certainly an original. The Rock doesn't impress easily, you know that, Bill, but I'm pretty damn impressed with what we're seeing here today, end quote. Go do yourself a favor and go watch his announcement video. Cringeworthy is a very good way to put it, but it's just a blast from the past. It's a special moment, and it's so funny to see through a modern lens. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, after finishing up Resident Evil 5, my friend and I moved on to Resident Evil 6, which might be literally one of the worst games I've ever played. Moving on from that negativity, I've continued my journey in Cyberpunk 2077. I'm about 7 hours in, and as I keep playing, I'm enjoying the game more and more. This is something special, and what a damn shame with how they ruined it when they launched it. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.